Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Mouse and More podcast. This is Tony, and tonight I am joined by Liza and Adam. How's it going, gang? It's going. Excellent. Tony? Adam, are you with us? There you are. I'm here. I'm here. How's it going for you? It goes well. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's I am good. almost recovered from my COVID. <gasps> that's right. You got COVID. You got the COVID. That's the Disney souvenir that no one wants to bring home. Oh, my gosh. Was it bad? Eh, it wasn't too bad for me. I'm 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 lucky. Oh, good. Well, that's good. Nobody wants that. No, nobody wants the COVID. No. But uh, we're not here to talk about COVID or pandemics tonight. We are here to talk about what you would do if you were CEO of the Disney parks, uh, specifically Disney World, uh, for a day. In a little episode I like to call, what would you do? So the question, Liza, is if you were the CEO what would you do? Oh, I'm first. Okay. If I was CEO, I would get rid of Genie Plus. <laughs> <laughs> I would make it to where you do. Oh, you know what I would really do? I'm going to take the Genie Plus thing back, even though I'll leave that for you. one of you guys, maybe. I would get rid of advanced dining reservations. I would have it to where you go to the restaurant, you put your name down, and they tell you how long your wait is. Oh, boy. Because I am tired of the stress of the advanced dining reservations. Maybe it's because I'm a travel agent, but I don't want to plan where I'm going to eat that far out. Like, it's just so much to do. And then people, like, gobble up all of these dining reservations and then start dropping them later on. So when you're trying to get them, they're gone, and then they drop them. It's it's a mess. If we had it to where you get a beeper and, and it like it starts lighting up and buzzing when it's your time. I think that'd be better. Would you like want to be running in the morning to a restaurant to then book for later on in the day? No. <laughs> because I I'm sure I'm, ass- be I'm assuming wear... people would do that. But no, no, no. You couldn't no. book later on in the day. You would have to do it when you were ready to eat. Oh, okay. There's no advancing the reservation. So you're not it's- running a. You're not running a be our guest for dinner at nine o'clock in the morning. You're gonna have no. to wait till you want to eat, and then you just wait. Then you just wait like you're supposed to wait. And if the wait's then, too long, you say never mind. I'm going yeah. elsewhere. Just like every other restaurant in the world. Just like every other restaurant in the world, except for maybe like these five star crazy Michelin, whatever the heck. Like those restaurants, okay, yeah, I get it. They have like reservations and whatnot. But we're talking beer guest and this other stuff. I just, I don't know. The advanced dining, it's a very stressful event. Liza, you happen to be a travel agent, if people don't know that, uh, like I am. And we've often run into situations where you've got a guest, they're staying on property, and 60 days out, you go to do their dining reservations, and they're gone already. Yes. What if a perk of staying on site was that you got to make your reservations a week earlier than everyone else. That might be better, actually, because, yeah, because I think that there should be more perks for staying on property, you know, and that that's, would be a huge perk if you could book your advanced dining reservations like way far in advance, maybe not even a week. I would say like two months before. <laughs> like, well, I want them. I want to get them. We, we, we should remind everyone that there is already a perk of booking on site with dining, and that is that your dining window opens at this time 60 days prior to your arrival day, and then you get a 10-day window after that at which you can book. 
But if you're staying off site, you have to do 60 days every day because that happens on a oh, rolling that's basis. That's true. But I never book anyone off site. So <laughs> I don't really ever have to do that usually because most people that I book, they do go on property because of the buses and the, you know, because that is a perk too. I mean, the transportation and everything. And that is a big, big plus. But I, I, I would like to see some type of dining reservation perk being made to guests. Yeah, I would too. You know, they, they've taken most of the perks away. Yeah, that's true. Um, yep, I can think of a few. I'm not going to name a bunch just because one of you guys might want to bring it back. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> so now, Liza, is that the only change you would make? I mean, I don't want to go on and on because then I would take some of your ideas maybe, but I mean, the only ch- the other change that I can think of is I would bring back Magical Express or some type of bus system that would be complimentary again because I really don't like the Mirrors shuttle. I mean, it's okay, and it's it sometimes is better than Uber depending on how many people are going and, and how you know and what, that kind of a thing. Um, but it was just so wonderful and to, a way to start your trip. When the bus and the Disney cartoons and and kids loved it, I liked it. So that that to me was a huge perk that they took away. That if I was elected, I would bring it back. So vote for me. But it was never really free. Well, nothing's ever really free if you really think about it. I mean, your tax money is paying for a lot of stuff too. Well, I think it is. It was free if they haven't discount. Not like they discounted anything since they took it away, right? Uh, we, well, it, since right. we know that was being run by the Mirrors company, even under the name of Disney Magical Express, yeah. Mirrors was not providing that as a free service to Disney. No, no, but it was free for the for you, the guests. That's what I mean. And let's put air quotes around that free. You're paying the same amount of money for your trip now, it's, and it's you don't like get that It's shuttle. not like they've discounted the, your your room because there's no more transportation. It's not like there's a. It's not like there was a you know a line item on your bill that said Magical Express fee. You know no, that was for everybody, regardless of whether you use it or not. Exactly. Know? We we know we know that that was rolled into the cost of the room now. And it still yeah. is. Well, and it, yeah, exactly. It still is. <laughs> <laughs> and they just never took, like Adam said, they, ne- you know, they, they took away that free perk, that, that perk and never decreased the cost. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I, 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 I would, I would consider that free or was free and now it's not. It's just like parking. Parking was free and now it's not. If you park on your, at a resort as a non-DVC, uh, not, non-DVC, not on points. Mm. Or if you want to avoid the parking fee, camp. <laughs> You get a free spot if you camp. <laughs> mm-hmm. I have. Uh, eventually, we're going to talk about the camping uh, in a future episode, just because I think it's really cool, but uh, it's also like massively inconvenient. But I don't want to get into that right now. I'm going to go, unless Eliza, you're you want to keep going? No, I mean I'm we'll going to give back. you guys. We'll a, yeah, yeah, I'm going to give you guys a chance. Um, I want rare. I want more characters and rare characters available at all times. Okay. None of this, none of this, um, only for the parade or the party nonsense. I want all seven dwarfs near seven dwarfs mine train available for pictures with, um, with Snow White. I want Pinocchio, Honest John, Geppetto, um, 
near Pinocchio Village House. I want hitchhiking ghosts at night near the Haunted Mansion. That would be nice. I want a... uh, Who did I write down? Oh, I want country bears in the lobby for the country bear show. Greeting you as you come in. Oh my gosh, that would be so nice. I think they have so many like of these characters suits because because you see them like i saw there was a cast there was a cast member party a couple weeks ago at the magic kingdom it's for like cast members celebrating their like five year anniversary every five years i don't know how to say that correctly but it was like you have to be there at least 10 years and then every five years you get this party right so anyway they had wally the robot rolling out there why isn't that there out there all the time that should be out there all the time um, maybe because they're nervous that Wally would get messed up by a guest, maybe. Well, I mean, you know, you have a character, every, char- you know, you have a character attendant. Wally, you're not allowed to, maybe you're not allowed to touch. You shouldn't, yeah. I mean, you're not going to, you're not going to hug Wally. Um, the other characters you can hug and whatever. I, I, you know, I just, they got a lot of these characters sitting around, sitting around, not doing anything. Put them to work. Yeah, I think that's a good idea. I mean, I don't know if they're just doing it because they don't want to pay more people. So <laughs> if you're a CEO, I guess you'd be a little more generous with the money. Yeah, I mean, like, you know, that's that, you know, that what that does is that it's not a ride. It's not a real show, but it's it's more, you know, stuff for people to do. While they are, you know, waiting for a return time or waiting for a dining reservation that they're waiting now with their beeper that Liza has provided. Because Liza was CEO <laughs> yesterday. She got the beepers out there. And now today well, we're using the beepers. I wasn't going to – I shouldn't do the beeper. You know, I should have just said um, – Like a TJF Friday's beeper. They'll yeah. text you. But in my head, I'm just thinking of a restaurant. <laughs> no, yeah. a, re- a TGI Friday's beeper with the advertisement on the one side. Yes, yeah. yes. That's what I was thinking. Yeah. Um, yeah, I want, I mean, like, and then uh, give me like, of course, give me a carousel, a John and Sarah progress outside the carousel of progress greeting you in. Oh, wouldn't that be nice? With the animatronics out there. <laughs> well, no, like as people, like as old, you know, as, as oh, you know, like as an adult couple. Atmosphere. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I think that's a good idea. More characters. Okay. Always more characters. Because they have speaking, them at Disneyland. We, speak, we we just don't get that in Florida. Exactly. And and like Disneyland, I saw um I mean they have all the Marvel characters now, which I understand that Disney World really isn't allowed to have. Okay, fine. But then put somebody else there. You know? Mm-hmm. So uh, you know, Liza Liza just made a point that I was going to ask, and that is uh Disneyland, the characters are more free range. they actually wander around their areas. You know, you'll see Alice and Tweedledee and Tweedledum skipping through Fantasyland. Uh, you'll see Stitch in Tomorrowland. You, but you'll you'll see characters more free roaming. Whereas in Disney World, they're either in a meet and greet location, or you know they're in a stationary spot with a handler around them, and it just seems like it's more controlled. So, uh, Adam, you've been to California a few times. Do you? Do you enjoy the way characters are portrayed and uh, interact with the crowds in California or in Florida? Um, you know, it depends. I think um, it's it's it, it's cool to see them at, out as walkable people as if they like, you know, or just like you and me. But if you're somebody if you're, you know, a kid that wants to 
to get the picture and the autograph with Ariel or somebody. And you see them walking from one place to the other because that's like part of their routine, but they're not going to stop and take pictures or stop and do autographs. Then that could be frustrating. Whereas at least like if there's a designated meet and greet, you know, I know it's more structured and it's more um, rigid, but you know, at a certain time, hey, we're going to go see, you know, Cinderella between this time and this time. Which is why I think if you had more characters, then you could have the the popular characters, the big ones, at their meet and greet spots. But then you can have like the more obscure ones kind of walking around just like, you know, hanging out, you know, the ones that have a little bit more personality, especially the ones that talk, right. like ones mm-hmm. like Gaston. I do like the different characters of Disneyland, so I think you're right. I mean, it is exciting when you see ones that are rare that you never see. And in Disney World, it's pretty predictable. I mean, you know who's going to be where. Yeah, they're they're a lot more heavy-handed with the characters in Florida. Yeah, they're smacking them around in the back. But but there are events. I know that same cast event that Adam was talking about. You know, Clarabelle uh, was out, and you don't see Clarabelle that often. Um, mm-hmm. Although we know she's going to be on Disney cruises this Halloween as part of the uh, uh, Sanderson sisters with uh, Minnie and Daisy uh, that they're doing for the Halloween on the high seas cruises. At the Christmas party, she was singing all I, Mariah Carey's All I Want for Christmas is You on the castle stage, which is really amazing. But that should be open for all guests. Like, why, you shouldn't have to just be at the party to see Clarabelle Cow singing a popular you know, Christmas song. But that's uh, just my opinion. Yeah, I don't okay. want to listen to Clarabelle sing <laughs> anything, very really. Funny. It was very funny. I'm sure it was funny. Uh, if anything, it was probably funny. All right, Tony, what are you bringing back, Mr. CEO? All right, so mine is not as much of what I'm bringing it back, what I'm bringing back, as what I'm going to do as CEO. Um, you know, it has always been my belief with Disney that quality is what drives their profit. And in the past, if you gave a guest a quality experience, that would instill loyalty in the guest and they would come back and therefore your profits would increase and grow over time as uh, as that guest's loyalty to the brand uh, cemented itself. Uh, but what we've seen happen is that Disney has started to give their guests a watered down product. And it is my opinion that that is causing the loyalty, um, you know, to erode. Uh, people that used to go every year are starting to pull it back. People who used to go a couple times a year are pulling it back and they're finding other ways to vacation and spend their money. So what I would do is I would focus on that quality, listen to what guests are saying. You know, I think that Bob Chapek and the current administration are just being driven by the bottom number, you know, the bottom line. And it's not about the bottom line. It, it's about quality. And you can't continue to give your guests a watered down product and expect them to remain loyal to you. And, you know, part of that part of that watered down product is the, uh, you know, the fact that they're taking away perks, removing perks, longtime perks that guests are used to and replacing them with, you know, paid options, taking away Magical Express. Now you've got to pay for it. Granted, it's not Disney, but you've still got to pay for it. Um, resort parking, paying for it. Um, fast passes, which used to be free. Genie Plus, you're paying for. 
individual attractions, uh, individual lightning lane attractions you're paying for. You know, so they've they've just found a way to lessen the quality and increase the profit. And I think in doing so, they've eroded their fan base loyalty. So I would put, like I said, I would just put a lot more focus on what I need to do to rebuild that loyalty in longtime fans. So what do you think you would do? You know, the first part of it is just is listening. And and I don't think that they're listening to anything. Mm. I think there's a lot of surveys that go out. Lots. But I don't think they listen. I I think they they read into it what they want to read. And if you ever listen to Chapek talk, he talks about guests uh, like what their spend is per guest. Mm. To me, that doesn't tell me that he's he's concerned about the experience. You know, he's concerned about how much can we get from a guest? You're talking about you're talking about what happened the other night. The other day, the earnings call, right? They call they call it per capita spending is up. I think it was like a 10, 20% since last year. Wow. Exactly. And, and a lot of that has to do with the fact that they've raised prices. Yeah. Well, yeah. Oh. So it, it basically means like each person is paying, tw- is spending 20% more this year than they did last year. And then like since 2019, it's like 40%. So it's it's insane how much. Um, I think I, I agree. I agree with. Um, everything Tony says, the problem is, is like revenue <laughs> per capita spending is up and revenue is up. So, you know, they always say like, you know, you vote with your dollar and unfortunately we're voting with our dollar and our, we approve whether or but, not we really do or not. <laughs> but don't you think, and, and Liza, tell me if you've seen this from the travel agent perspective, you're seeing a lot more new faces who are going to Disney. You know, I'm, I'm sure you've got customers who are repeat customers and and those families that used to go two and three times a year are not going two and three times a year and you're getting new people. But these new people aren't going two or three times a year. So they're like one and done, you know, so you're you're not really building a loyalty. Your, your revenues are up because people are still going. And, mm-hmm. you know, at some point, Disney is going to it's going to collapse in on itself because now. They don't care about alienating somebody because they know that someone else will go. The problem is that someone else who goes does not have a loyalty to the product, you know, so they're not going to return on this with the same regularity mm. that other guests have. And I think eventually you're going to start to see that reflected in their, you know, a drop in revenue, I if see. that makes sense. Yeah, it makes sense. I mean, there is I don't know. I I don't really know if I notice a change so much in the guest that's going, but I do notice a lot of people commenting that they are being priced out of going. And I mean, they're not really making it more accessible to more people. They're making it less accessible to less people every year that they close that number or they, well, they make that number bigger actually, but then they close in how many people can go. So it's not really in that sense, they're not really catering to their base. That was the reason why they became so big in the first place was families and, you know, lots of middle-class people. I mean, well, anybody really, but it was like a lot of, a lot of people could go from all walks of life, you know, at least once, you know, or maybe twice or something in their right. lifetime that they, they would go. But now the next generation, it's going to be harder for them to go. It's yeah, going to keep 
getting harder for families. I, I, I don't I don't think they're focused on that repeat guest. I think they're focused on let's get a guest in. Let's do what we can to get that per capita, you know, that per person spend out of them. And then we're done with them. Mm-hmm. And then there's going to be some other, uh, you know, the, the next group's going to come in and we'll get what we can out of them. And they're not really doing what they can from the corporate side to build that brand loyalty within their customers. Yeah, I can see that. And that's that's sad to me that they ha- they don't have that um, the insight. I, or maybe they just don't. Maybe it is all about the bottom line to this could be. CEO. It could be. You know, it's all about the bottom line. Right? And I mean, yeah, I think that's probably what it is. I mean, he didn't create the park. No. <laughs> so he's just trying to keep the money going. I don't know. I mean, there are, but but it's still, regardless of that, I will say, it is still a, one of the funnest vacation spots you can go to. I mean, it really is. I mean, there's, the whole family can do something and have a great time, but it's getting harder for people to budget it. And people are starting to think more about how can I save money? I get that question a lot more now than I did like five years ago. It was how can I save some money on this trip? How can I save money? What should I do? I need to find some ways to cut some corners here. What can I do? So it, people are feeling it. And that could be a more of a not to get in an economic discussion here, but that that could that could also just be part of the you know current economics we're in right now. Anyway. Yeah. Well, that's true too. But they do go up a lot every year on their prices, like more oh, than. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. No, they, they increased everything more than any type of inflation yes. increase ever has. Yes. And I, yeah. That I agree with. They well, do mega inflation at Disney. <laughs> do, you, do you guys want to know an interesting fact? And Liza, you mentioned that it's, it's still a great fun vacation, and I agree with you. Um, but USA Today earlier this week released their uh, best theme park reader's choice. Uh, results for 2022 and i was amazed that out of the top 10 there is not one disney park or universal park on the list that's surprising now that was a popular choice that chosen from was generated by editors and travel experts um so to not see a disney property on there when you consider the fact that they've got six parks uh, in the united states um very very shocking to see that they are not a part of the list to see that i think so to see that hollywood world in santa claus indiana comes in at number nine and the magic what? kingdom didn't even make the list uh, is kind minute. of a travesty santa claus world santa claus no holiday world in santa claus indiana okay uh, you know i forget indiana's a state but it is <laughs> a state but that's one of those states that you just forget about Exactly. I, mean, I do. You learn about the state capital in fifth grade and then you forget about it. Yeah. What is their state? Is it Indianapolis? Do you know what the capital of Indiana is? What? I. Thank you. <laughs> will never not be funny. Oh. <laughs> All right. Um, so I'm looking at this list here and um, there, there are some good parks. Butch Gardens is great. Dollywood is great. Well, Adam, uh, why, don't, why, don't you, why don't you give us the top ten? Okay. Uh, SeaWorld, Orlando, number one. Silver Dollar City in Branson, Missouri. Kings Island in Mason, Ohio, number three. Bush Gardens, Williamsburg. Bush Gardens, Tampa Bay. Cedar Point in Ohio. 
Dollywood in Pigeon Forge, Tennessee. This is my problem right here. Six Flags Magic Mountain, Valencia, California. That place, from what I understand, is not very nice. I've been there. It is like it is like coasters. Yeah, I mean they got coasters, but they have they that's they got no theme there. Holly World in Santa Claus, Indiana, and then Hershey Park, which is a nice park in Hershey, Pennsylvania. Hmm. Um, I want to know who these experts are because have they? Oh, one of I them mean, is on uh, one of them is on Twitter that I follow. That's kind of funny. But Cedar like, Point is supposed to be phenomenal if you're a coaster fan. If yeah, you I, are into like I'm gonna die on this ride rides, then yes. But but do they have um? But like who? Like, okay, like where are the dark rides? Do these places have dark rides? <laughs> no. Do they have do they have like Broadway type shows that are included? Dollywood in might. Dollywood might. Dollywood, I know Dollywood might. has uh, parades and such. I don't know. Do they have like you know like world class resorts like right next door that you can you know walk to and from? I don't. I don't, I don't know that. how. I'm not sure if I totally agree. Obviously, I don't agree with this list. <laughs> Adam, do you know who loves this list? No, who? The folks over at the Dolly and More podcast. <laughs> Yes. That's good. That's right. That's where you go for Dollywood and more. <laughs> I love that. I would like to be on the Dollywood and more podcast. Yeah, we might be starting that one up as well. Well, we got to go there first. Uh, we'll rent a cabin. We'll do it. Let's do, we'll do a, a meet and greet weekend. Oh, that sounds like fun. All right. So we've, we've gone through once and I know Liza had some uh, other things she wanted to talk about, but she didn't want to rain on anyone else's parade. So let's go back to Liza and see if she's got anything else that she would do if she was the CEO for a day. Yes. Well, there is a little thing that they do that I don't like, but I want to bring back regular straws. I'm over paper straws. I know it's supposed to be good, but I don't want to deal with paper straws anymore. I agree with you. Um, I, I get the fact that they're doing what they can for conservation facts. But there's nothing worse than purchasing a large soda and having that straw just disintegrate in about three minutes. Yeah, it's not going to ha- it's not going to work the whole drink. Maybe what they need to do is just change the recycled straw that they're giving you, because I've used some quality uh, recyclable straws that don't have that collapsibility factor to them. Yeah. So maybe they could just change their vendor for disp- uh, for. Uh, paper re- straw paper straws i think so or not let's say search. let's say non-plastic straws because some of them aren't paper okay yeah just like a non-plastic straw maybe a firmer paper i don't know i'm not really 100 percent on what you could do but those straws are so annoying and ever since they stopped then remember when they went and you didn't get a lid right that was really tricky with a bunch of drinks and food on a tray at quick service and you're trying to get it back to your seat. That was hard. Or if you're trying to like walk, like push a stroller, but then you have a drink with no lid. That's that's not happening. Eventually, I think they're going to get rid of straws and cups and just put your mouth under the spigot for four seconds. <laughs> yeah, you give four seconds. Go. <laughs> Oh, oh, and and I would also put the freestyle Coke machines in more spots. I agree. They have them in Universal. Uh, I'm a big Coke fan. Um, 
I love my Cherry Coke Zero. Oh, so I would too. I would love to see the freestyle machines in more locations. Yes, I love a Cherry Coke Zero. I do too, Tony. I get those every time. I, I don't understand why like every spot has its own brand of paper straw. Did you ever notice that? They're all different paper straws. Really? I have not noticed. Yeah. Well, like like the wrapper's a little different. One of them's got an American flag on it. One of them, you know, has got some kind of like logo on it or something. They've got like 20 different paper straw vendors. It's it's very strange. The ones I will say the ones at McDonald's by my house, they are pretty good because they hold up a long time, and okay. they don't really taste like paper if you're sucking on them. Well, we need to get. I need to figure out where you're getting them from, Adam. When I become CEO. And I'll have I'll I'll have my McDonald's call your people. Okay, please do. Um, now now one thing you need to do, and, and I I think this is still the case, um, go to Joffrey's to get their straws, because their straws are made out of a, a sugarcane fiber. Really? So they're not paper, but apparently they're more flexible and more durable than the paper straws. Oh my gosh. Okay. Well, then they should have just gotten those. Because I mean, let's just get rid of Joffrey's while we're at it. <laughs> like while I'm going and doing this, I'll keep their straws. I'll get rid of their coffee. I would even prefer a Folgers. I'm not even gonna lie to you. Like I would rather Folgers or Dunkin' Donuts. Ooh, a Dunkin' Donut than Joffrey's and Krispy Kreme. Be you great. don't like the Joffrey's, like huh? Crazy. No, I really don't. I don't think it tastes mm. good. I really don't like it. I, I don't feel like it's doing what I need it to do, which is wake me up because I'm tired all day. Especially at Disney, you're walking so much, you want a good cup of coffee in the morning. You know? Do you uh, do you drink it black or do you add stuff? It just depends. Okay. It really, it's all, it just depends. Sometimes I'll drink it black. Sometimes I add like a non-dairy creamer. Okay. All right. Well, maybe you gotta like switch to like an espresso or something. Um, I've had their espresso, but I'm not really. I just I don't feel like their coffee is good. I feel like there was some kind of a weird reason why Joffrey's is in there. I haven't figured out why, but somebody it's nepotism or something. <laughs> yeah, I don't see how they can have two coffee vendors. It is very strange. Yeah. Although in the beginning of Disneyland, they had uh, Coca-Cola and Pepsi. So um, that's weird. So, so, you know, they have a, they do have precedence uh, on this. Um, I don't mind it. I don't, I'm not, I, I can drink any coffee. I'm okay with it. Okay. Yeah. Um, okay. But speaking of food, I want the, I'm bringing back the real Ohana menu and I want the crab legs to now be included again at K-May Cafe. They took the crab legs off? They took the included crab legs. You got to pay extra for them now. Oh, man. Yeah. And, like, you know, what the heck? Like, if you go to a seafood buffet, you want to, like, load up on crab legs. Hmm. Um, You're paying enough as it is already. I'll bring back that and bring back the real Ohana menu. I'm talking about the flame, the stuff grilled on the grill in the middle of the um, in the middle of the room. I want the meat back. I want the real peel and eat shrimp i want uh the noodles are back which is good the pot stickers i want the uh the good veggies not whatever kind of like broccolini they're serving now but like the real good um like stir stir fried type veggies and i want the salad back gosh that salad was go good bring back the real i'm bringing back the real ohana menu not not this like fake menu Uh, I, i didn't realize you were so passionate about the the menu adam 
Well, I mean, like, again, like, like, it's not like the price changed. It's not like it got less because they're giving you less. No, if anything, it got it went up higher. And it's not the same. I want my stuff back. Didn't they take didn't they. OK, so they gave you the dumplings or the pot stickers, but then you didn't get a sauce. Oh, yeah. They, they That's right. They they took it was like a it was like a peanut sauce or something. Um it was like a pot sticker sauce. Yeah. But then yeah. they're like, no, you get a dry dumpling. <laughs> That's what you're getting. You can just choke on it. Yeah. yeah now wash it down with your paper, something from your paper straw. <laughs> oh, no, I can't. My paper straw disintegrated. See, Ohana had like the paper straws that looked that were um that had like the the uh, the red uh, line on them. Um, like in, like mm-hmm. like a barbershop pole type thing that kind of look yeah yeah those are cute but but that those are different than the other straws that other places have so i i just don't understand it um yeah so i want the food back and and other things sort of like food but not really i'm bringing back the the narrators on the living with the land uh boat to ride oh the spiel people the spiel people i want them back i don't want i I don't want a tape recording i want to hear I want to be live entertained I do by too. somebody driving that boat. I do, too. And it would be better because they could supervise the boat. Yeah, nobody's climbing up to grab c- cucumbers. Didn't somebody do that? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. that's the, They jumped that's up on the crazy. shore, pulled a cucumber down, and went back in. See, I wouldn't want to do it, pull a cucumber down, but, like... <laughs> There's so many other more interesting vegetables and fruits. <laughs> like the like the like, like the, the pumpkin pound, in the <laughs> Yeah, the pumpkin, the ten pound lemon. Um I mean you go for it. If you're gonna do that, you might as well just go for it. You might as well yeah, you might <laughs> Well, I I think if there's one thing we've learned during this podcast, it's that you should never take out your cucumber on living with the man. <laughs> no, you should never grab your cucumber. No. <laughs> As tempting as it is, I'm sure that will give you a permanent ban. Yes. <laughs> it probably did, though. All right. So, uh, Adam, did you have, was was that your final? I know we, we usually tell you to come up with two things and, and you have like seven. I had like ten. That's and Adam. There, I did have one that is not park related. Maybe I'll save that for the end. Well, I, I think we're getting close to the end because you, you are your last. I'm okay. I want a Mickey Mouse Club reunion. Okay, and I'm not talking the 50s Mickey Mouse Club. I'm talking well, about the you 90s because a lot of those are probably dead. I want Justin Timberlake, Britney Spears, Ryan Gosling, Aguilera, Carrie Russell, Matt Morris, J.C. Chazé. I want all those people on stage one final time with Mickey Mouse. Why not? Um, okay. You know what? You know what the ratings they can get if they get all those people back on oh, stage. Oh, yeah. it would be big. It oh would be big. In front of the in front of Cinderella's castle, dancing the zippity doodah or something like that. Yep, yep, dancing the zippity doodah. They do a whole like hour long special going throughout the whole park. I mean, we lost Stacy. I, I guess I should have brought Stacy back. I didn't even think of her. We lost Stacy. <laughs> so let the old Mickey Mouse Club like must do Disney with the Mickey Mouse Club. Okay, I like that. Uh, yeah, that actually must do Disney with the Mickey Mouse Club. I think is a great idea. See, it's pretty, it's pretty good because Stacy's not there anymore. Yeah, Stacy is uh, has has gone off to uh, the Disney Park in the Sky. 
She's not dead, but they're just. Oh, I was like, (laughs) Adam, she didn't pass. Okay. Okay. Well, don't say that then, because it sounds like she passed. (laughs) I believe she's going. I the the Diz is doing a reunion like like thing in October, and I think they got her to like be a speaker at one of their panels or something. Okay. Okay. Well, good for her. She's doing stuff. But yeah, I think that the Mickey Mouse Club would be better. Brittany can be on there. Exactly. Oh, Brittany's doing some stuff these days. Do you follow her on Instagram? I certainly do. Oh, I do too. That's <laughs> 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 crazy. Love you, Brittany. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she's um she's like, you know, and taking advantage of her time is not a you know under conservatorship anymore. So by trying on new clothes <laughs> yeah. every day, multiple times. Yeah. It's it's yeah. very interesting. It's an eye-opening experience. <laughs> yeah, so now imagine her popularity now. Think of Disney really is missing out on an opportunity cashing in on her popularity by bringing her back to the bringing her back to the mouse, bringing her home, bring her home. I I think they'll do that when they put her on Dancing with the Stars. That'd be uh, interesting. But yeah, but she she would beat everybody. She's like the best dancer. You always That's think true. that, but it's always it's you know it's like the athletes who win. It's it's the dancers um, don't usually win. Well, except for Alfonso. Alfonso, oh, he was good though. Alfonso is the best. I love him. All He's right, awesome. so Adam, we we are now what, what what's that five? You've got five more things you want to bring back. Probably. Um, yeah, I, I walk bring back walk around Figment, obviously. Oh, he, I was supposed to say it. him when they bring back the characters, but I forgot. So yes, bring back Walk Around Figment. I liked Walk Around with Dreamfinder. Um, well, Walk Around Figment is in a costume. Well, Dreamfinder Dream had Figment on his shoulder. Dreamfinder had Figment, yes. Yeah, so you can't have both because it doesn't oh, work. And the trash can. You're gonna bring back the trash can. Um, push. Yeah. Yeah, that would. Yeah, I mean, push can come. Push, push should have never left. I know. But Why did Push leave? Did we ever know? I think because too many people were throwing garbage at him. Uh, well, he's a trash can. <laughs> you know? He's very effective. Yeah. <laughs> he's but just yeah, doing like, his job. I mean, I mean, if you bring back Dreamfinder, like, then people are going to want Dreamfinder to be back in the ride, which, I, I know, who knows if that's oh, ever happening. But that's another show. That's a, that is another show. But but right now, I'll just take Walk Around Figment, because they do have a Walk Around Figment character that hasn't been out in a long time, but they do have it somewhere. He's probably drinking all that free soda at the DVC lounge. Okay. So, Adam, you essentially just want to go back to, like, 1993. Exactly. Pretty much. Pretty much. <laughs> 1993. That was a good time in Epcot. It was. It certainly was. It certainly was. Well, excellent. I, I, I think that's a, a very interesting take on what we would do. Um, I'm always interested to know what our listeners would do, so they can put it down in the comments section. Um, but the last thing I would do is free Mickey bars for all. I knew it. <laughs> You know, some presidents want a uh, chicken in every pot. I want a Mickey bar in every pot. So uh, you're welcome. Can you make a non-dairy Mickey bar option, please? Um, I'll work on it. I'll put the team to work on it. Okay. Thank you. Excellent. 
All right. So I'd like to thank everyone for listening. I'd like to remind our listeners that, as always, our podcast is sponsored by Main Street and More Travel, an authorized Disney vacation planner. You can check out their website, MainStreetMoreTravel.com, request a quote, and let Chris and her team plan your family's next vacation. You can find us across most social media platforms. Just search on the Mouse and More podcast. And on behalf of Liza and Adam, this is Tony, and we are the Mouse and More podcast. Good night, everyone. Good night. Good night.